0: From the desk of Communications Officer Monteverius Gallo, first mate to the masthead of Culture Admiral Piridou. Dear Captain Debonair, It is with great pleasure that I write to inform you of the Council's decision to reinstate your captaincy in the Admiralty fleet, effective immediately. With this reinstatement comes the return of your old ship. Do try not to damage it this time. The hand-in-hand hand, we fully stocked and awaiting your command at the Azure Bay docks by the end of the week. I know you, Debonair, and so I know you're waiting for the other shoe to drop, and you're right to. This reinstatement is conditional, It involves your first incitement. Somebody has bent the culture Admiral's ear enough for him to approve a research expedition to that new island they discovered south of the archipelago. And he wants you to be the one to ferry them out there. Now listen here, Debonair, because this is important. The cultural admiral doesn't believe there's anything of particular note on that algae-covered rock out there, but obviously someone has sunk a lot of money into this expedition. Who does? I've seen the briefings, the ones I'm not supposed to tell you about, and so I tell you this instead. If there's anything dangerous on that island anything that might threaten the sanctity of the archipelago. You are bound by your oaths to the admiralty and the sea itself. Do not let it on your boat. Hey, welcome back uh, to Roll, Dice, and Cry. Uh, We don't have a tagline yet, but we're playing... um, Today we're going to be playing the intro to our first campaign. Uh, The campaign itself is going to be in Dungeon World. But today, we're going to be playing a different game. A little micro-game to sort of get into our characters and establish some aspects of them. And the game we're going to be playing is The Sundered Land. Nightwatch in the Ruins of the Future, which is a game by D. Vincent Baker, who is the person who wrote Apocalypse World, upon which Dungeon World was would later be hacked out of. Uh, and he writes a lot of um, like micro-games and mini-games, like easily picked up and played, small-style games. Uh, and this is one of them. It's part of a collection of games in the Sundered Land. It's a collection of games that could be played separately or in sequence. Today we're just going to pick one out. Separately, Uh, before we do that, I should probably introduce my my co-hosts, and uh, I'm going to start with by introducing Chander.
1: Uh, Hey, y'all. I'm Chander. I'm from California. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at ChanderClear.
2: All right. Uh, Emily? My name is Emily Riesbeck. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at The Blue Valkyrie, which is also the name of the superhero comic that I write and publish. You can find The Blue Valkyrie on Tumblr just by looking up The Blue Valkyrie in Google or by going to bluevalkyriecomic.tumblr.com. Uh You can also see some of my other comics there as well.
0: All right. Mari.
3: That's me. Hello. Uh, I'm Mari Costa. You can find me on Twitter at Marinscos, and you can find the webcomic that I do. Uh, at perrytail.com um, I have other comics published and the Perrytail site will have a link to them, possibly
0: Alright, fantastic. Nora?
4: Hello, I'm Nora from Finland uh, You can find me on Twitter Instagram and Tumblr at uh, snorau I messed right. it up the first time I gave the wrong nick <laughs> <Okay>. uh,
0: <laughs> all right, Don't worry, we'll have links in the, yep. in the description Sloan?
5: I'm Sloane, I'm from Australia You can find me and my art at uh, FC, at Tumblr, and Twitter
0: Fantastic, and I am Zachary Frederickson, your host and GM Though, uh, The Ruins of the Future doesn't really have a GM It's a, it's a very um, collaborative, sort of, everybody's playing every role Kevin sort of is here,
3: Kevin is going to
0: be here <laughs> Oh no uh, <laughs> some, Someone's going to be here I can, I can probably play as someone if you want me to <laughs> Um, one of the other expeditions.
4: Who the fuck invited Kevin? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no. Um, oh, also, also, you can find me on, on Twitter at Obfuscating God. That's really oh. my, my landing page right now. Mm-hmm.
2: Also, we should probably mention that our game does not take place in the Ruins of the Future. That's just what the name of the game is. Uh, that, yes. that is the Sundered Land Nightwatch in the Ruins of the Future is the game we are playing.
0: Yes, we are playing that game. We are not in the sundered lands we are not even in the ruins of the future necessarily
4: are we even a land um
0: what we know <laughs> what we're on is a boat Ooh, i love those but first let's let's roll through this real quick first thing we do is create your character so everyone you invent a name for your character <laughs> uh i think we we did that last episode um so let's just real quick go around the table uh, and and just say what your character is, uh, and we'll go we'll go along the bottom line So Zara.
2: Oh, sure. Adeline. I'm going to be playing Zara Fontaine. I am a Laganel artificer. A Laganel is like a bunny person. I have curious eyes, fuzzy fur, and a pudgy body. I am an inventor, and uh, I come from a kingdom called Valentine or Valentina, excuse me. And uh, my goal is to sort of use magic, which is something that is very dangerous and not well understood in this world, and create inventions from it that can help and improve the lives of others. And I want to prove the value of my inventions to the world.
0: All right, fantastic. Adeline?
5: Uh, I'm playing I'm playing Adeline Fleetwood, uh, who is an elven bard, and her uh, look is... Uh, knowing eyes, wild hair, traveling clothes, and the tag for body is well fed and I'm not crazy about that. So I'm going to say plus size. Um, okay. she's just, uh, bigger and also she's very tall. Um, and, uh, she is, a, a wandering, traveling bard who is avoiding most things in her life.
0: <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Um. Ford.
1: I'm playing Ford Maphorn, whose real name is Amadeus Linay. He is an astronomer turned peerless fighter. He is an orc. He has hard eyes, shorn hair, well-kept horns, scarred skin, and a built body. Nice. He's stacked. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Swole. Um,
0: so yes. So whenever, whenever somebody asks a question about your character, you make up answers. And also, anyone can be shouting out questions at any point, as long as you're not interrupting somebody who's currently talking. Radiant.
6: Yes,
3: that's me. Um, I am playing Radiant Ire. Mm-hmm. He has fiery eyes. He's quote-unquote bald, as in mm-hmm. he does not have hair, because it's scales, because he's a cobalt. He mm-hmm. has a worn holy symbol, and he has a fit body. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a paladin, and he's not any special kind of paladin. He's just a, the paladin.
0: Is the paladin. All right awesome and uh, Tioku
4: hello uh, I'm playing Tiuku Bell uh, Kosachi Phantom teeth. Uh, Kosachi are like uh, kitty people. She's uh, short, sharp uh, the soft curly hair and sharp eyes.
0: All right fantastic And then it says uh, your character's goal is to judge the other characters. trust whether or no allies or no. Friends are now. <laughs> So during the course of this uh, game, you're going to be each you're scoping out these people who you've kind of kind of you know them by reputation, you know them by the information given to you by your recruiter, your agent, effectively.
3: I have a question. I have a question. Uh huh. Why are we on a boat?
0: Well, let's set the stage. Ooh. Um, one of you should be the night player. That'll be me. Uh, so let's take turns, but uh, we're only going to be doing one round, so we should be okay with that. Uh, so the, set the stage, You're in a hazardous place at night, keeping watch, talking together, and sharing stories of your past. Do we have a fire? We're on a boat. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think fire's probably
2: not the best idea. Maybe we have some lanterns that are lighting the boat?
4: Yeah, as long as said, boat yeah. so not on fire. Or perhaps <laughs> nice.
2: I could fashion some sort of magic lantern for us that will light our way.
0: Oh, have you done so?
2: Um, I think that I have, but also we just have gas lanterns, and people probably just use those.
0: <laughs> mm. Okay. Um, yeah, you're on this boat because you are going to a place that nobody knew existed until a couple weeks ago. There is, in the archipelago, the idea that, for the most part, everything nearby has been charted. Fishers go out on almost all coasts daily, weekly, monthly, and they go and they fish and they they roam around the ocean within a certain radius of the archipelago. Except a month or so ago, some fishermen went out and they found an island that wasn't supposed to be there. And that's why you are being sent out. Because there's an island that does not exist on any map, that has markings that say words and languages that nobody remembers. Hmm. And you're being sent with actually a pretty substantial expeditionary force. Not like a huge one, but there's... I guess I can tell you the people that you're going with. You're being sent with a group of five people. There is the ship's captain, who is a woman named Dariga Debonair. She is a ship captain and navigator. She's an orc. She is a captain with the Gilear and Admiralty. Um, she's pretty cool. She's got like... Um, honestly she might have been a pirate
3: yeah um, she
0: will deny up and down that she was a pirate if Hell you asked yeah. her. i love her um, but she's got some interesting tattoos uh and her horns are carved in a way that is similar to some noted bands of pirates from like 10 mm-hmm. years ago
3: also she's got like a hook hand and a wooden leg <laughs> and, and like a, a she's actually-
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe not she doesn't have
2: she has a hook she hand for sure yeah. She has
0: an axe. She uses an axe to an fight. Axe an axe hand? hand. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I feel maybe. like an uh, axe hand sounds really awesome.
4: Maybe an axe hand? Maybe.
2: We'll talk about <laughs> that.
4: Um, we'll you've also
0: got You've also got a scout who's been sent with you to, to help uh, navigate the actual island itself. And he a man named Jameson Points the Way.
3: Ooh. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
0: He is a human. Uh, and he is this tall guy with... Um, he's kind of nervous. He seems like he's very uh, interested in doing the job well. And hes he's got, like, kind of curly black hair and a big nose. Uh, and these dark eyes that are kind of always a little bit nervous. He hasn't relaxed yet, but that might just be because he's on a boat. Also not enjoying this boat ride is a fellow named Eustace Flint, who's a bugbear. Oh. Uh and he's a blacksmith. And nobody has explained to you why you need a blacksmith on this expedition. But he's here. And he is a big uh bugbears are like I mean they're bugbears, right? <laughs>
6: um
0: you know what you think when you see think hear bugbear that he's this he's big and broad and furry and he's got tusks and uh and expressive ears. He wears like a derby cap and uh and overalls. Uh and he is—he has been sick since you stepped on the boat,
6: <laughs> so you haven't—you
0: haven't really seen him much uh, on this. On this, it's probably been like, like a like a few days since you set off, and you are very close to being there. You've also got two people who are alternately super stoked and super pissed to be here. Uh, a fellow named uh, Bartimaeus Nemo, who is the scholar and celestialist self progressed who um who is the uh the actual like researcher who is on this expedition, who has been sent to inspect whatever ruins are on this island for the cultural enrichment of the archipelago is the is what it says on his dispatch, and he is an elf, and he's kind of like a bad boy rock star
1: <laughs> scholar,
0: because he has yes sort. He's like the fantasy equivalent of a leather jacket, and oh. um, he's also got blue hair.
2: Ooh,
0: uh, edgy! And he's an elf. I don't remember if I mentioned that.
2: You did mention that.
4: Love it. Yeah. Okay, double yeah. elf.
0: So he's so like a good way to think of him. He's like Malcolm. Um, the what's the last name? Uh, he's Jeff Goldblum from from uh, Jurassic Park.
2: Fantastic! Oh my Goldblum. god, oh. I, I could I could never tell you the name of Jeff Goldblum's <laughs> character in Jurassic Park. It's Jeff Goldblum. I, <laughs> yeah, it's just problem. Jeff Goldblum's character in everything I've ever seen him in is Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah.
0: Um, and he is being brought—he uh, has brought along for this expedition—a mercenary and bodyguard for him personally.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and this—this this is a fellow named Calico Black.
4: Oh, uh, who
0: is a Koshaki mercenary? Cool. Um, he's—he's he's a calico Koshaki, so he's got like a, a patchwork fur, but like. You've been told by reputation not to call him patches, uh-huh.
1: <laughs>
0: because he hates it. Um, and have... despite the fact that he has got patchwork fur and also patches on his shorts, oh. Oh.
2: Can, can we oh. give, can we please give also give him an eye patch? Uh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure.
2: I have a question about
3: um, the kashaki. Yeah. Are they divided into like breeds, like cat breeds, like are calicos about? Like, is it weird um, that this guy is named Calico?
0: No, I don't think I don't I don't think Calico means the same thing. Okay, I don't think I don't think there's a cat breed. Like, na- okay. no, it's just it's 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 referring to his coloration in a, in a classical definition of calico, which is just multicolored.
2: Sure. Um, I I have a question.
0: What's up? Who in the
2: world sent us on this expedition? Like, was it a state or was it like an individual?
0: Here's the thing. <laughs> Um, you don't know.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh.
3: Why are we here? So you have
0: been, you have been individually approached by um third party organizers, recruiters, and managers who will all tell you that they are working for an anonymous concerned party.
3: Well, is that okay. trustworthy?
0: This anonymous concern party has friends high up enough in the Galarian Admiralty that this ship has been chartered for, and this ship is a ship of the Admiralty fleet.
2: Interesting. I mean, I feel like. I would definitely jump on this because I want to find out. You know, I mean, a new, like, unex discovered place probably has some magical
1: mysteries that I could, like, exploit for my inventions. Yeah. Ideally. I just spent all my money on a telescope. And also, if there's a new island that probably has some interesting, like, I wonder what the stars look like from there. So, like, I'm down immediately.
0: Hell yeah. Uh, additionally, uh, I just wanted to keep, just try Calico Black real quick. He's got a Nodachi on his back, which is basically just like a really long katana. Ooh. Oh. Uh, and he's he's got like a sort of, to keep with the theme, he has like patchwork armor where he's got like um, samurai style armor on like the left side of his body and the right side is like plate and he clanks a lot when he walks.
3: <laughs> he's really tempting fate about people not calling him catches, I feel like. Yeah.
0: I think he kind of likes to punch people when they call him that.
4: <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. It's 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 a self fulfilling prophecy, but he's he's and he's um I think we talked about him being the cunt. He's actually the one who got Ford on this expedition, um, because he and Ford have worked together as mercenaries.
1: I'd like to say Ford calls him patches pretty often.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know.
1: Punch! Fight! Punch! Fight!
0: So let's um. So let's set the stage. Must we speak softly or may we speak aloud? Do we know who our enemy is and where or do we keep watch against uncertain dangers? Are we on our own or do we keep watch over others sleeping? So, it's on the ocean. So, do we know who our enemy is? Do can we speak aloud?
2: I think we can probably speak aloud. I mean, yeah. I I don't, I don't I know I don't think I have a reason to tr- distrust yeah, anyone. Yeah,
3: Radiant is speaking aloud. This yeah.
1: is
2: a fact. <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, like there is no enemy. Right yeah, now. we definitely yeah. We have the no enemy. idea.
1: Yeah. No. <laughs>
0: okay. So we don't know who our enemy is. Do we keep watch against uncertain dangers? I guess is the thing. Then.
2: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like icebergs.
0: <laughs> like icebergs. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: yeah. um.
0: Or, or other spontaneously appearing islands. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. That's a good point. Or other ships, <laughs> like pirates, are a
3: mm-hmm.
0: thing. Or, pirates. Pirates are super a thing.
3: Hmm. <laughs> Radiant trusts the ocean with his life, and he isn't concerned. Okay. Aww. Uh,
0: and so we, we're effectively keeping watch over others sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because we're awake tonight.
2: I think maybe in Zara's case, it was just couldn't sleep, you know?
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, rocking of the boat, uh, the excitement of what's going to come yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, no way. Yeah. So your job is to prompt the other players for their characters' stories. Uh, your goal is to discover whether any of the characters are keeping secrets, lies, or terrible <laughs> ambitions from you. <them>. <laughs> and so now we start the, the role, which is prompt the story. One of you, choose one of the other players, and you choose one of these prompts or something similar. Like, uh, on one occasion, didn't you, for a time, weren't you? I believe that you, Right? Or, I believe that you are. Aren't you? If you need it, you might find inspiration in The Sundered Lands below, which is, uh, I should have written like a whole list of, of, all, of things from our own stuff. Uh, but if you want to pull stuff from here as well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the other player may assent or demur. If they demur, you choose another player and try again. If everyone demurs, no one tells stories that night. <laughs> if she, if they accept though, uh, continue on. Cool. Yeah. Who's mm-hmm.
3: starting? Or
0: is that you? I don't know. So let's set the scene. You're sitting around this gas lamp. Are you above decks or below?
3: Hmm. I've been picturing above, but I'm yeah. fine
2: yeah. oh. Just watching the oh.
0: ocean.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think above deck. So you're yeah. so
0: you on this ship. Um, for the record, the ship is called the Hand in Hand.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it is a Galerian, flag, uh, not flagship, it's a, just a Galerian sailing vessel. Maybe a little bit more merchant than military, but the, for Galeria, the difference is negligible. And so you're kind of just on the deck as crewmen sort of go around and do their nightly work. Because it, nothing... I don't think a boat ever stops moving a ship at sea. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always somebody doing something, even though you're the ones who are keeping watch. Um, and so, yeah, any one of you can choose to prompt one of the other players?
3: I have one, I think. Okay. Yeah. This is for Adeline. Oh, Uh, Yeah, so I think Radiant just like walks up to her and is like, hey, did you, were you in low tide at some point? I'm real good with faces and elves aren't common there. There's one elf. And when there's two elves, you notice.
5: You did notice. I I have been to low tide briefly. It's It's nice.
0: How did it go? What were you there for?
5: Adeline travels everywhere. She likes to experience different like, cultures, I guess. And low tide is an especially mm-hmm. interesting one. So she's actually probably been there uh, a few times. Um, mm-hmm. I imagine they have some pretty interesting music and songs about the god, which she all knows a mm-hmm. bunch of.
3: Yeah, exclusively about the god, I feel like. And fishing? Yeah, exclusively mm-hmm. about
5: the god and fishing.
2: Where do you stay when you're in low tide?
5: Ooh. Inns.
2: Does there is there inns in low tide?
5: Uh is that would be he her general general jam. Right.
3: I think there's one in. Yes. Um the layout for low tide, uh, which I don't think I mentioned is um everything is boats all the time. And some of them are still, and some of them like go around, like the there's a big river boat that's like a church, and that one goes around picking people up, like, hey, come join. It's it's church. Church time. But there's probably one very tiny cobalt-sized inn. Uh,
5: Yes, Mm. Adeline is uh, six foot tall, so that's (laughs) very funny. And she absolutely like her her is definitely like like very traditional. Like, what does a bard do? They travel around and they stay in inns and they play in the inn and get gold from the people who are staying there or whatever our currencies is is we're working with. Mm -hmm. Um, so her crammed into the like. I guess like front the the room where everyone hangs out in the inn, just like on the tiniest mm. chair, playing some songs about their god, <laughs> is very good. It's incredible. Um, yeah, she will uh, play a song about uh, Radiant's God if uh, if he mentions it. Because <laughs> if mm. she says, she says that's what I was doing in in low tide. I was I was uh, I travel and I play music.
0: The second the second thing for a game is you draw the story out you don't expect the player to simply tell their character's story you draw it out by asking questions you first ask broad general questions where you're in low tide yes what did you do there uh did you stay establish the overall facts who when where encourage other players to ask questions as well ask for details memories explanations feelings self-reflection and speculation mm. you continue drawing the story out with questions until you're satisfied that you've heard all or most of it then draw it to a close thank the player Turn to the next player and prompt them for a story. And so continue until everyone's told one. Taking a turn yourself. So I've actually got a question. So you go to low tide, you go to a place that you experience them. What's a specific thing that you experienced in low tide that you haven't experienced elsewhere?
5: The floating church boat is fantastic, she thinks. Adeline thinks. Sloane doesn't care for it. Sloane hates it. <laughs> uh, I don't know if she was to be allowed on it, is the thing.
3: Would they allow an elf onto their treasure? I was body? literally, like, if Radiant got to ask another question, it was going to be, what did you think of the service? Because everyone is allowed.
5: <laughs> then she definitely, <laughs> definitely went to the service. Um, and um, her, be- she, she's like super curious and she's not, um, she's not like shy, but she's, one of my like sort of notes on her is is literally it says elf homeschooled, so she's like a little uh not um great socially. So she's uh, she would have just been like yeah, rocks up to this church, and just like would have asked the people a bunch of questions about their god. She is remind me the name Tella because I keep forgetting, Tella.
0: Yeah,
3: I'll write it down. Hang on.
0: Yeah, it's Tella but with a Z in it. Ooh. It's T Z E L A, so it's like either Tella or yeah. Chella.
5: Depends
3: on who you ask.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> she asked everyone uh, Tella, so she you know, she she loved it. She said that was a super unique experience. She loved the church boat. Um, yeah.
0: So, is the point just to experience unique things?
5: Yeah, kind of. Uh, she likes. Uh, she likes to write songs about the things that she's seen. Uh, just mm-hmm. She has such a sheltered upbringing that she's sort of like, got to catch them all now. Uh, sort of gluttoned for uh, experiencing all the things she can, but she's not good at um, m- making friends and involving herself really deeply. And so she just sort of turns up and and observes a bunch and then moves on to the next place and uh, sees what, checks out what's going on there. Um,
0: okay. Yeah. Um, so the the last thing with with stories, uh, one of the last things is, you can ask at any point of the story, any player at all may choose to imagine that the one speaking isn't telling the truth. Say so. When this happens, the player speaking rolls two dice. Mm-hmm. On a two to five, you might be overstating a role or your accomplishments. On a six to eight, you might be forgetting interesting details. Or on a nine to 12, you might be holding back something delicate, embarrassing, incriminating, improper, or inexplicable. Ooh. Imagine the truth for yourself now. Is your character telling the whole truth after all, or is there something she's leaving out? You may choose to entertain a guess or two, ask the other characters what they think is true, and revise your story closer to the truth or farther away from it. You can even choose to tell the truth directly to the other players, while having your character maintain deception, if you like. After you choose, continue on with your story more or less directly. So does everyone believe that this is the thing about the truth about... um...
2: I'm actually going to call it in a question. So I, I feel like the purpose of this is that the other players can sort of throw a wrench in your perception of yourself and kind of like yeah. advance that character. Is that that's right? That's cool. Yeah,
3: sounds right.
0: Yeah, that's a, okay. a pretty a pretty solid one.
2: Um. So yeah, I think I'm going to do that.
3: Adeline hated that fucking church.
2: <laughs> well, I was gonna I was gonna say that like as you're speaking, you can hear the retching of uh, Zara kind of over the side of the boat because she's got seas- oh no because I've got seasickness, and uh, I'm like.
6: Uh, oh, jeez! <laughs>
2: and I turn around and i uh, sort of walk back and i I'm gonna say to um Adeline I'm gonna say, um,
6: but you said you had been to low tide multiple times, you didn't have any friends there or anyone you felt close to,
2: and that's my questioning of the story,
3: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: so slow now you get to roll two d six uh to determine how that works,
4: uh-huh oh
5: fine. fine
0: so you might be overstating your role or your accomplishments. you might be the thing about this is that you don't have to actually include you don't actually have to this doesn't have to be that you are doing that but you might be and it's a chance for you to think about it are you overstating the impact you had at low tide did you actually just I th- go there and see it Instead of like talking to people,
5: I think that's definitely it. Like she's like, yeah, I talked to everyone about about your very distinct god, but she really just like went. Like I think she went to the church, and everything, but she just like went there and was like like lurking in the back, which is very funny because she's very tall compared to all of these, um, the kobolds. But uh, she, yeah, it just had even less of a presence <laughs> than she's she's putting out there. She's trying to sound like she was really involved. In, uh, like, that she loved low tide. I don't think she likes low tide, but uh, not like.
0: Do you think this says something in itself about how Adeline interacts with places? Interesting. Is it more of a sense of novelty than it is actual appreciation?
2: Yeah.
5: Absolutely. Wow.
2: Mm. Like, just, she's, she's like a tourist, essentially. Yes.
5: <laughs> she doesn't find any deeper connection in them, so. And, and then she just moves again, so.
0: Yes. Oh, boy. I mean, she
5: likes it, and then she writes a song about it, and it's like fun new song.
0: <laughs> it's all, like, she, like, heard the songs about these gods, this god, and she's like, that's a nice riff. <laughs> I'm going to take that melody.
5: That's a great riff. I don't know.
2: So, do you tell us this, though?
5: I don't think so. I think that she just, I mean, you asked if she had any friends. She just says, mm, i talked to a few people, uh, not anyone super close, I guess. And then just like, she's got a mandolin out and just like looks down at it and
6: is like playing the song, like <laughs> trying to avoid the question. That must be kind of sad, huh? I mean, you know, to have no roots anywhere. Gosh, I, I know if-, if I was too far away from my uh, family for too long, I, I think I'd get homesick.
5: Uh, elves don't really have roots to begin with, so...
1: And you, you never think about making any? roots
3: but you have but but you have a, f- a family right everyone has a
6: family to go home to yeah you must have a mom or a dad at least we're disney characters
0: boy you everyone's getting <laughs> up on this
5: this fucking socially awkward elf like oh god please don't ask me about my mom <laughs> oh no
0: i think i think actually adeline this is probably a good chance for you to if you think that you've satisfied yeah. the story um, you can turn it around and
2: ask someone else something. Yeah. Deflection. Absolutely.
3: Deflection. Deflection.
2: Deflection. <laughs> what about your mom and dad? <laughs> do you- yeah.
5: Um, do we have to, uh, prompt from these like specific questions? I didn't.
3: I like based it roughly yeah, off of true. it. Yeah,
0: Yeah, no, you can, you can, you can come up with anything you want. Okay.
5: Um, then, uh, Adeline deflects, uh, very effectively. And it just says, uh, uh, Zara why are you away from your family then
6: oh uh, well you, know, you see my family are uh, farmers uh, from a, a little town called um uh, called gorzon but um, I'm not much for farm work myself uh, I, I'm actually an inventor uh, <laughs> and I t- try to make devices that use um you use the, use the, and harness the power of the ley lines uh, magic and uh, To, well, to help people.
1: What kind of stuff do you make?
6: Well, I can make all sorts of things. Uh, Really, (laughs) well, I hate to toot my own horn, but I can make pretty much anything if you gave me enough time and the right materials. Whoa, anything? Uh, It's all very simple uh well maybe not anything but you see it's all very simple you can break things down to their uh component parts and if you think about it a lot of things are really just simple machines just much more complicated so if you add magic into that mix you can get a really uh well you can you can accomplish a lot
1: i want to call this into question i just not like in a mean way i just want to know if she's you know (laughs) she can really make it she's
0: legit
1: okay
2: sure uh, can people do, uh, like, whole truths multiple times? It's
0: right. good if you wanted to.
2: Or maybe for getting interesting details.
1: Really? <laughs> Anything?
2: Okay, so I think that, like, the interesting details, um, which I'm not going to... I'm going to conceal this, but I'll, I'll tell you all, I got a character. Or The interesting details are that, yeah, a lot of things are possible through magic, but it comes at a cost. And it is incredibly dangerous. Ooh. Um, like you know, the more complicated you get, the more magic it takes, the more dangerous it is. So, like simple mm-hmm. things are are one thing, but like you know, to to be able to replicate spells or something like that would take an extraordinary amount of magic that like would be incredibly
6: dangerous to work with. But but I say, <laughs> uh yeah, well, you know, it, it's magic, right? Uh, whatever your heart desires. Adeline is side eyeing this so hard because <laughs> you're not an
5: elf. You can't be handling that. You can't be handling magic like this. Um, I don't uh, does think, she say that to me? Um, I think she she asks, um, "How are you? How are you handling the magic?"
2: I hold out. I hold out one of my hands, uh, which has a gauntlet on it, because I'm 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 like ninety percent sure one of the fucking things I'm gonna make is a gauntlet. Let's be real. <laughs> and mm-hmm. on the gauntlet, there are uh, like couples, uh, like once two slots on the middle knuckles uh, that have these little small tubes that are filled with glowing uh, blue. As everyone, okay, like, if the Blayline blood is blue,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I'm in the I'm That's in the fine. blue. Cool.
2: That's I mean, a pretty, pretty classic magic So there's two little blue tubes That sort of look like little um, capacitors
6: uh, But very small And they're filled with glowing blue liquid And I say, well uh, You see, when I can I like to collect um, Leyline energy Just like this, and I use that to power my inventions It's really, if you think about it It's, it's just more of like a battery or, or a fuel source In the same way that you'd burn fire Or burn wood for fire
1: and that doesn't get out of hand? Uh,
6: <laughs>
1: are you are you questioning me again?
6: Because that could I be guess. another
1: <laughs> A
2: five. I may be overseeing my role or accomplishments. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh,
6: well, uh, of course. Any use of magical energy is, is uh, a little dangerous. There, there's a small... Uh, insignificant, teeny tiny w- 1% chance of risk. Uh, but but don't worry, uh, every invention I make is better than the last, and, and I'm getting really good at getting that 1 to a 0. Hmm.
3: Radiant puffs out his chest very far very proud boy, um, and he says, well, this would all be solved if everyone just had god magic, because god magic doesn't hurt you ever. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I think uh, Tioku slides in closer, it's like, so these inventions of yours are they usable by anyone uh or
6: just by yourself oh well uh, as you can see the inventions that i'm wearing right now are, are purposely designed to fit me mm-hmm. uh, but of course um uh, uh, such inventions could of course be uh, scaled up or down as need be Hmm. I, I haven't met a lot of people who really uh, want them really uh well, well you know
0: why not <laughs>
6: <laughs> well you know a lot of people say that it's dangerous or that they're gonna get radiation poisoning or they'll get mutated and turn into a horrible monster can or I have one or... I want one well yeah they sound like some
1: pansies <laughs> wow
6: uh, such an audience um, I suppose I could try to make uh, some devices for all of you but I'll need time and materials unfortunately these little batteries of mine are quite hard to make and come by mm-hmm. uh, out of character I do not know if I can make gadgets for other people <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, it, it, take, it takes yeah. some doing so I, I think <laughs> like sure.
2: guys in character you're probably not getting a gadget <laughs> but I'll see what I can do
0: we'll see we'll see what we can find out um, okay do you think that's the extent of, of the story yeah the things here is that we're asking about we're not as much asking about stories about your past and more just being like hey what's up with you? yeah we might want to think more about like what's a thing you did.
2: I'm I'm comfortable doing that too. Uh, if you want, I I could you know I could spin off and just go with them. Yeah.
6: Uh, for example, I well I I was in a gallery in town uh, just recently, and I was traveling through and. I set them all up with, uh with well, and I hold up that light I had made before, uh, like the thing like, these lights here. You see, uh, that gallery in town was a mining town, and they needed uh, some lights to uh, power their mines, uh, because it was very dark in there. And of course, you know, gas is one thing, but these, these will never run out and never go out. I guarantee
1: it. What's the radiation <laughs> from these like? No, it's... <laughs>
6: Uh, of course it's it's mostly negligible. <laughs> I wanna call I
5: wanna call it into question um and, and Adeline leans in and says, You've never got anyone hurt with these gadgets.
2: I might be forgetting some interesting <laughs> details. Um, <laughs> oh
6: boy. <Whoa. laughs>
2: I, in character,
6: I say, Well, you know, there there is of course always a risk when you work with the magical ley line energy out of character. I'm pretty sure that oh man, I'm gonna go hard here. I got I got that entire town sick.
3: <gasps> oh, and I,
2: I I skipped town.
3: Are they oh. like like permanent sick or like well maybe
2: just like maybe just like temporary? Okay, setup. all right. <laughs> like shysters sick. Like like
0: you got them rings that turn their fingers. Right, good.
2: but it was like it wasn't like I did it on purpose. It was it was a, I miscalculated and it was an accident. But I was run out of town because of it.
3: Hmm. That sounds like a fair retribution for it.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, I a hundred percent, and I feel like I want to say that I did, I did like try to make it up. Like I was like, I can fix this, this and that, but I, but they, they were like, screw you, get out of here.
0: And yeah, they were like, we don't want to. Oh man, we went out on a limb. We bought these weird magic lights, and now look, my dog is sick.
2: And I think like I don't maybe like I don't think anyone died, but like and I did try to make it up to them, but and I do feel bad about it. I will say those three things.
0: <laughs> those three things. Okay,
6: good. Uh,
2: and then I, I I'm I'm done <laughs> at that at that <laughs> line in questioning. I think I'm uh, I've I've said too much. So I've got one. Um, wait, who asked me for a gadget? It was a Tuku did right? Yeah.
3: I'm, I'm gonna go, Pretty uh, sure all of us did at some point. <laughs> That's
2: true. I think yeah. I think Tuki. Yeah. Yeah. I
6: think Tuki was the catalyst, though. So I'm gonna say, like, um, so uh, what? What are? What's your story? You know, what? What? What <laughs> use would you have for one of my uh, gadgets?
4: Oh, I am. Um, well, I do a lot of uh, delicate work. So. Oh really? What kind of delicate work? Um, acquiring assets. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's a stockbroker.
1: <laughs> yes
4: <laughs> yes you got it <laughs> M- mergers and <laughs>
1: acquisitions so you what work in a bank
4: in the high society i acquire assets uh, mostly for myself but um
3: like a stockbroker i get it
4: yes indeed i am almost like a stockbroker i am um, definitely broke things
1: <laughs> how do you acquire these assets
4: Well, it depends on uh, asset-to-asset basis, really.
6: (laughs) You know, I've been interested in investment uh, for some time. Um, Do you have any tips? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Spend everything at once, and then, if you have any debts, they cannot collect them.
1: You know? Since you don't have anything. I'm not sure that's quite right. That That sounds smart. That is absolutely correct.
4: No, that sounds... Cause think mm-hmm. think about
3: think about it, Ford. Okay, if you don't have any money, they can't they can't take it from you. It's mm-hmm. it's right. Like she's she's right.
1: They can put you in jail. That's not how it works in Valentina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not <laughs> how it works in Galeria for sure. Oh, or Barra. Oh no, I am calling this into question. <laughs> yeah, same.
4: Uh, so I roll two d six.
0: Yep to determine, uh, determine the veracity of your mm-hmm. statement.
4: <laughs>
3: Someone yeah. fell for it.
0: <laughs> you might be forgetting some interesting details.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they might want to try to put you in jail, but, um, I think if you are a successful stockbroker making air quotes, <laughs> then, um, then the stocks yet that you broke into um,
1: are untraceable. Indeed. So... So this is more of a thief kind of situation? That is
4: such a harsh word. Well, no. It's not. That is um, a fairly good word, I guess.
6: So you're not a stockbroker.
4: (laughs) Not in the technical meaning of the word, or the practical.
6: Or the literal meaning? Not-
3: or
4: the figurative meaning? <laughs> no, not, not even metaphorically. You
0: could, you could say that I'm not a stockbroker at all. You could say that I
2: robbed a bank once, so that's probably the in, in a sense, I'm a stockbroker, but in a much truer sense, I am mm-hmm. not.
4: Yeah, if, if you don't care much for words and their meanings, you can absolutely say I'm a stockbroker. <laughs> you
1: got any tips on breaking out of stocks? Um, that's funny
2: good one <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I'm sorry I, I was like legitimately pretty clever and I feel stupid now
4: <laughs> well that is something that I might need the
6: help of an invention with possibly no, I I don't know how I feel about my inventions used for th- robbery hmm
1: profits profit
6: mm-hmm um I have I'm sorry sorry
3: if, sorry if this is rude um I really don't I really don't want to offend you. Why are you here?
4: I was asked to come here. But you're a, th- a bad person. Oh, that's so mean. I I am I I do not consider myself a bad person. I mean like objectively a bad person cuz you're a thief and you steal things.
1: Bad good. I mean it's all <laughs> relative.
4: Mm-hmm. Do you steal
1: what if things? you steal from like a really bad person?
4: That's still theft. Saf- Indeed. Well, I guess if it
6: was a really bad person,
4: Yes, they're all very bad. That's how they got all the money.
6: That still sounds like theft you guys. They're all really bad? Question it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> also, like I think I think why are you here is a valid yeah. question that could use an answer. Uh, true.
4: Yeah.
2: So they're not all
4: bad. <laughs> mm. Well I did rob a church once, but um <gasps> Ooh. You did what? Uh a misunderstanding. Absolutely. Um How did you but on how did you accidentally mm-hmm. you can't accidentally rob a church? They're so obvious. They have church stuff on them all the time. I go to them weekly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I understand. Uh I see your point, but it was very dark and I had the wrong address.
1: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Ford's well... loving this oh, uh, Man, I...
4: Tuku's I... also Loving bragging about this Radiant is That's like
2: good.
3: Flustered angry <laughs> Like he doesn't know what to say Because she's his party member But also like he's so angry mm-hmm.
2: I-, I think I'm gonna like um, Sort of pat Radiant on the shoulder And be like okay okay She's, um... she's a
3: sinner
4: <laughs> Well uh... Aren't we all
1: And you've yeah. never sinned in your life No That's why I'm the paladin! (laughs) Really? I want to (laughs) call that into question.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Radiant's not telling a story right now. Yeah,
6: Yeah, Yeah, that's true. (laughs) So, I'm gonna turn back to Tiki and I'll say, um, um... So, why are you here? I mean, I know you got invited, but... Wouldn't it be easier to just... Keep robbing people? Well, things got a
4: little complicated where... Where I was currently residing, due to my, um... Interesting o- occupation, so this was quite an easy way out, really. I mean, they'll never
6: know I'm here. Like, Except that you just told us.
5: Well, we are not the ones looking for her. Mm-hmm.
1: That's true, we aren't the law. Yeah, I, mean, I guess so, I mean. I you're feel, all in the boat.
3: I feel like I represent some boat. kind of law, if I may <laughs> be so brazen. You know, God's
1: law, and uh, hmm. where, uh where was it that you were running from?
4: <laughs> oh, where is it? It was. Are you uh... going to tell them?
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but also, <laughs> also they don't remember.
1: It was barren, right? Yeah. I mean, so... it was barren. Oh, see, it was barren. Yeah, yeah, it was
4: barren. But Tigger's like, oh, my memory's a little fuzzy.
1: Yeah. See,
4: I- I've been to a lot of
1: places. Yeah, God's law and the law of this fuzzy land—two, two different things. Mm-hmm.
3: God's law is universal, just for the record. Just for, so everyone's clear on where I stand on God's Law and where God's Law stands on God's <laughs> Law.
0: Um, for the record, uh, thieves are very often hired under adventuring parties. Because they can pick locks. Mm-hmm.
3: Let's pick locks for this island
0: that we
2: found. Yeah, if we, if we find any... I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure we fucking will. But, like, <laughs> I suppose, like, I'm certain you're thinking, like, yeah, we're going to find a lot of pick locks to pick on this island. I mean, this is an island
0: with ancient ruins, which is, like, the most dungeon-calling That's fair.
2: shit. Very That's Very good. Fair. You got me there. You got me.
0: <laughs> so, basically, the idea is that you are... Like, as far as you can tell, you've been hired according to a quota... Like mm-hmm. you have a religious person, you have a thief, you have a smart person, you have a puncher,
3: and a musician. Here
0: I am, <laughs> mm-hmm. and a musician. Importers. This You're is the
3: order of priority. Also, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So this is this is just for the record. That's the situation. That's like, it's not super weird that that somebody who mm-hmm. breaks into places for a living would be brought to some ruins.
3: Yeah, that's what right. We, no, that makes that makes sense. Uh, I understand that. Mari understands that. Radiant, it doesn't make sense to him.
2: I don't think. Yeah, Zara is pretty, pretty dumb for such a smart lady.
0: Mm. Huh? Whose who's story think... are we on? We mm. kind of <laughs> lost Thio-ku. the ball.
4: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think is gonna be <laughs> done with this questioning. <laughs> and then take it on a... on that tangent of where did you come from? Totally not related uh, to Ford, like... Haven't I nice seen you in a um, barren high-society once, though?
1: No. <laughs> oh. Question,
4: question. Okay. Okay,
1: mm. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That's a 12, <laughs> so I might be holding back something delicate, embarrassing, incriminating, impro- <laughs> improper, or inexplicable.
0: Hey, Ford, what did you do at this high-society party that Tiki saw you at?
1: Um, God. <laughs> so I was definitely there representing uh the observatory that I worked for. Um so that mm. whoever was sponsored. Was it like the it?
0: sort of thing where they were like they were like, look at our look at our diverse staff. We're so enlightened. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, and so we could talk about what they've been doing there and see that like your your investments aren't going to waste. And someone definitely said something like incorrect about astronomy and Ford got like super Super up in arms about it, um,
0: like, like up in arms, <laughs> or like he yelled at them.
1: Um, maybe like a little bit of both. Like, it was like pretty close to, you know. Did you punch uh, in air? Maybe. Um,
4: can not you remember this? Just like,
1: yes. Please. Absolutely.
0: So tell. Let's mm-hmm. Let's ask the details of this. Who Who was it? Kevin.
1: <laughs> is Kevin an, uh, is <laughs> Kevin the heir of something in Baron? Um no, I feel like god, I need a name generator. Uh Salieri. Yes, yeah, Salieri. <laughs> oh my yeah, god. That's perfect. Yeah. That yeah. was uh not 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 a prince cuz Baron doesn't quite have princes, but definitely the heir to one of the families. Uh-huh. Um And he definitely said like something, he said something about how astronomy was super useless and Ford started arguing with him Mm -hmm. and Ford was going by Amadeus Linnae at that point. Mm -hmm. Ford started arguing with him and then the the heir just kept saying dumb stuff and because he's the heir, people kept agreeing with him. Mm -hmm. So eventually Ford realized that he couldn't win the argument and like just punched the guy in the stomach. Oh, I love that.
0: Oh, man. So Good. was he like trolling you, you mad,
4: bro? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh god. Alright, cool. Awesome. The worst actually I but think awesome. I
1: I think it wasn't a punch. I think Ford like smashed a glass on this guy's head.
2: Yes. Oh. Oof. Yeah. And then yes.
1: so we've got we've got a lot
2: of enemies that are mm-hmm. or- at
3: <laughs> That's some real housewife shit. I love you. Yeah, <laughs> hell
2: yeah.
4: I guess Bear is a I bad be, I, place for us.
2: It's it's over half the party now that just should probably not go to, <laughs> uh, Galeria.
1: Um,
0: uh, well, this this happened in Baron. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: this happened in Baron. Oh, okay, sorry about your that. thing happened so in Galeria. Yeah.
0: Which right. is yeah,
1: Needless to say, Ford wasn't invited. Next year they took Kevin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the Kevin. Kevin, dis- Kevin. Ke- Kevin
0: made a lot of Kevin. Kevin made a lot of friends. I just...
1: Mm-hmm. really yeah.
2: quickly say that my brother mm-hmm. will be listening to this podcast and he is named kevin so, uh, <laughs> kevin this is for gonna, you buddy we, kevin <laughs> this is for you and we're gonna compliment sandwich whenever we say it. so like kevin ah kevin you got such a good like haircut kevin <laughs> kevin we hate you
5: but your hair is fantastic kevin <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: kevin. kevin
1: um okay so, yeah please do, if, if you want to remember this please do yeah. um Ford had longer hair at that point. Oh.
4: <laughs> I remember your um helpful distraction with your wonderful flowing locks and a uh,
1: sharp tongue. Ford's blushing a little bit and like looking away. Uh-huh. So uh, I might have um, gotten into an altercation mm-hmm. with uh, the air to one of the families, of Baron. And in my defense, he was asking for it.
3: Is anyone in this party not a criminal?
1: <laughs> I'm not I raise a criminal. my hand.
2: Adlan's fine. I guess I fuck. I guess I am a
1: criminal, You're, but you guys don't know that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, it wasn't illegal. It was just kind of a dick move. It was just hmm. yeah. It what was I, just I did rude. wasn't illegal.
2: It was just negligent. Negligence is... Well, actually, negligence is illegal. Yeah, <laughs>
1: punching punching someone isn't illegal per se. If they hit you twice, I think that's assault. But I only hit him once. <laughs> With a piece it's of a glass.
0: fine line.
3: That doesn't sound right, Ford. That doesn't sound
1: accurate.
0: Well, how I about, think. Ford, you turn it back <laughs> on oh, Radiant. I think it's Radiant's turn. It
1: is. Last but not least. Yeah, what? You've never... No one's... No one's without a sin. What's... What's one time that you've, uh, you know, stepped outside of those nice little god laws of yours? Never. I call that the question. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Why don't you go ahead and roll? I've, I will.
0: Oof. All right.
2: So oh. you, might, you
0: might be forgetting something uh, embarrassing.
2: Or delicate. Or incriminating.
4: Or improper, mm-hmm. Or
2: inexplicable.
0: Tell us all about Radiant's wild college days.
3: He he's like 20. He's very young
5: still.
1: These are his wild college days. Yeah.
5: Did Radiant ever teen drink?
3: Ooh. He drinks in church when you have to drink for church.
1: Did Radiant ever maybe have a little too much to drink during church and cause a ruckus? Ah, Did
2: Radiant ever break something at church and not tell that, anybody? That sounds Ooh.
3: accurate. That sounds like... that. He broke like... There's a statue of what the kobolds think Cella looks like, and mm-hmm. one day it showed up broken, and no one knows why it was broken.
0: And it was the worst omen ever, and the yeah. crops were bad that season.
2: <laughs> hey,
3: uh, Radiant <laughs> felt so bad, um, and he made a new statue <laughs> with clay. And it, you know that painting of Jesus that someone tried to
2: restore? <laughs> no, no, oh,
6: no. no I, love <laughs> I
4: love that. That's so good. I love him. Oh, no. <laughs> um,
2: so how did Radiant break the statue in the first place?
3: I think he, like,
2: bumped it with his tail.
3: Oh,
5: <laughs> oh, oh God. sweet boy.
0: The sweet,
2: <laughs> sacrilegious, blasphemous boy. Uh, but does Radiant tell us all this?
3: No, he said he sticks with never.
6: Really, never? You never uh, snuck out of uh, the house when you weren't supposed to, or uh, or well, <laughs> took a took a little uh, plum that you weren't supposed to eat.
3: I I don't know how you heathens have lived your life, but that's not me.
1: Okay.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> As a rule, I've lived it pretty well. I
2: don't know if uh, Zara, Well, yeah, I think that Zara did have like, there was a stand of plums and when she was young, <laughs> she took a
0: plum. I'm sorry, I've eaten the plums that were in the icebox.
2: Oh, please, please. I, I thought of that like the second that I said the word plum and I'm regretting it already. So.
0: They were so cold and so sweet.
3: I don't understand
0: this. Oh That's God. a poem. That's a, we're, we're
3: making.
2: Yeah, it's that by E. Cummings. I know, I know. Yeah. I I took a, I took a class on that guy. Yeah.
3: Zara wrote a poem about her criminal crime.
6: <laughs> <laughs> so what What do you do all day if you're not <laughs> doing sin? Um, yeah, if you're not living in sin, what are you even doing? What's there to do? I, I, I'm going to say, so uh, it, it it must be hard to live such a, well, a pious life. Not at all. It's quite easy actually
3: you get instructions I'm calling. you uh, get yeah. instructions and you follow them all right
6: yeah, yeah sure
5: if we if we need something to, to someone to say to call <laughs> in the question i want adeline to be like there's nothing to there's not a lot to do in low tide though Ooh, Ooh. burn <laughs>
3: Ooh.
6: slammed she
5: doesn't even mean it means she's just like what what do you
3: do She <laughs> hangs out with his axolotl
6: he does don't,
0: don't he add performs him. Oh physical labor as penance and uh, and duty <laughs> for the sinful thoughts,
3: for breaking the vase, for breaking yeah. the statue one time. Or
0: also, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that maybe one of the precepts of Chella is like working hard.
3: Yeah, I think his family is like half of them work in the church as like like um, preachers or something, um, and the other half are like spearfishers and they ride on big alligators well, to, fi- to fish for cute. fish. I
0: um, love Lotad uh, so man, much. Lotad is so good <laughs> in just <laughs> concepts.
3: Yeah.
1: I hope we get a go there one day.
2: Me too.
3: Mhm. Please, let me meet my family. I might be forgetting interesting details. What was the question again?
2: The question was, um, you said it was easy to like follow the precepts of your god, and it wasn't difficult at all.
3: Right. I mean, that has to be, like, a lie. Like, there's no... He's not going to say it, obviously, but, like, there's no way he, living his life by following instructions to the letter 100% since he basically was born isn't, like... Sometimes he thinks about, like, going out at night and, like, partying with his non-religious friends. He's like, uh But Chela,
0: I have to be up in the morning to harvest tar. I can't
3: do it. Yeah. <laughs> I have to be up in the morning mm. for service. But he's like, he's like fun and easygoing. He would, he'd like mm. to party more, which he does not admit. Man. Poor Radiant.
0: Yeah. Radiant is like the least giving yeah. of any of the pl- characters of in in this like thing. Nope. Everyone else is like, yeah, you caught me. And Radiant's like, <laughs> nope, nope,
1: <laughs> nope. I already <laughs> have a bond that I want with Radiant.
2: <laughs> is it to get Radiant to drink?
1: Radiant is soft, but I will make them tough like me. Oh. <laughs> I he's
2: I think my soft. my bond is let Radiant say fuck. <laughs> good, good.
3: Um, Important. I think he's not. I think he's not forthcoming with it because he isn't forthcoming about it with himself.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Radiant, yeah. Radiant is dealing with some some shit.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? All the power to you. If you can live your life like that, hell, who am I to say anything? Yeah,
0: that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, so is that everybody? Does everybody has everybody had a like a little thing? Yeah. Yeah. So. Do you feel satisfied with the extent to which you have established your characters?
6: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I, I think I, so, yeah. I, I, I do remiss that I didn't get to list all my brothers and sisters, but that can come later. Uh-huh.
3: Oh yeah, I also have many brothers and sisters. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
2: it's cute.
0: That is cute. Um, if you want, you can list them now. <laughs> no,
2: no, that's okay. It'll be much better when I have to do it in person All right. or in character. So after mm-hmm.
0: the last story, the night player, who is me, will roll two dice. Two to five is a pre done attack, stealthy and sudden, taking the characters by utter surprise. Six to eight is a noise, alerts them to coming danger, which they face prepared. And nine to twelve means. The Dawn comes, and the night has passed in peace. Let's find out. And this is going to tell us what we're doing next week.
4: hmm Oh, okay. Dawn comes,
0: <laughs> right. and the night has passed <laughs> Nothing this... happens. No. Okay. Dawn comes, and the night has passed in peace. That's not nothing happens. Something happens. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I get you. So let me tell you what happens. Ooh. Oh. The sun rises. You've all been sort of like hanging out on the decks and talking through the night so much so that you didn't even notice it, really. The slowly encroaching light of the sun. But suddenly, almost suddenly, it is upon you, the day. And you realize it's because there was such a dense cloud bank that even the gradual brightening of the day didn't show you anything until you got into... The radius of this island. Because there's almost like this thick wall of fog surrounding it. Until you get within a certain radius. But then you do. And it's like you're in the eye of a silent, still storm. The sun beams down hot and bright above you. At an angle, still. It's still morning. Cresting over this strange stone compound that you can see poking out here and there in a dense jungle and you see what remains the obvious remains of what was once some sort of pier or dock with almost a square cut out of the side of this island and you see two figures standing these like gigantic, grey marble statues that are almost entirely featureless by right now. You can just see the big shapes of what used to be two warriors with open arms on either side of this dock port. And that's the sight that greets you as this ship comes into port. And... It's time for you to find out what the rest of your life is going to be.